Who's hosting? <laughs> you. You. Oh, it's yeah. my turn. Yes. Oh, what? That's okay. Uh, damn, I guess I You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast three guys unlimited opinion the place for conversation is the foundation for you guessed it higher thoughts my name is Bo Schwartz and joining me today is the affable Crofton Steers Crofton hello hey hey Bo hey sub and also joining me and Crofton is the inimitable and I got it right the first time Michael Hodgins, one of a kind, uh, kind of dude. Hello, in inimitable. Hello, inimitable. Hello. Hello, listeners. All right, so we're here. We're doing a show. We're doing it live. And um, how you boys doing? You guys ready to do this? Yes. Yeah. The, though I almost didn't make it because I was at this weird event that happens happening in our city right now. Part of the Canada One Fifty kind of like BS marketing. Whoa, thing. whoa, whoa! It's what it is. Come on, let's keep, let's keep the cynicism to a Anyways, minimum. So, so there's this thing happening this weekend where there's these giant robotic machines that are walking around our city, and uh, I went to see one of them, and it was pretty neat. It was, I was, it was pretty neat. This thing's like the size of a house, and it's like this animatronic uh, spider. And uh, like 11 people drive it. So it's got all these big mechanical arms and lower legs or whatever. And it was perched on top of this giant church downtown. And it was pretty neat. So it was the grand thing. It, like it was its awakening. So it like lifted off this church and kind of moved its legs and then went down. And that took like an hour. And I was like, it's not going to do anything else now. I thought it was going to like walk around, but it didn't. Anyways, it took way longer than I thought, and I barely made it back in time. That would have scared the shit out of Kid Croft, and I hate spiders. Like, a spider? Of all things, why couldn't have they have done, like, a giant <laughs> lizard or dragon or something? Instead? Well, there is a dragon. It's waking up tomorrow. Uh, but I w- the whole time I was there, because I was there with my kid, and it was way past his bedtime, and I'm like, this may be the seed of nightmares to come. Because, yeah. like, I-, I had a specific flashback. My mom took me to see E.T., in theaters, in whatever, whenever that was, nineteen. I recall this story. <laughs> and uh, I had terrible nightmares for a decade about aliens, all because that movie. If I mentioned it, my mom's still like, "Oh, I should have never taken you to see that movie." And now I'm like, if that spider does that to me, I'll be pissed. Yes, I just have. Oh, I have this image of Mike meeting Steven Spielberg in real life, and and like I'd be with him, I'd be like Steven Spielberg, man, oh, I'm such a fan of your movies and all this sort of stuff. And then Mike would punch him just straight in the face and be like, "This is for ten years of nightmares, you motherfucker." Yeah, it's like <laughs> you put an alien in a kid's closet full of stuffed toys. Who would that not give a nightmares to? Actually, you know what? Steven Spielberg did Jaws, and that screwed me up. Yeah, that's scary too. The shark. Oh man, man, I hate that guy too. Mike, I'd punch him too. All right. You know, you know what affected me? I've got my own little story of of what affected me, and it was um, you go. I go to the video store, and I never get to watch the movies, but I go to the horror section and look at the covers, and <laughs> there was a movie called Ghoulies Two, and oh, it had yeah. a green little guy coming out of the toilet. I was scared shitless of toilets. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to go poo. I'm gonna get the monster's gonna get me. <laughs> and my, 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 my parents were like, go to the bathroom, you little kids. Why won't you go to the bathroom? Did you ever end up watching that movie? No, I never did. Actually, those ones were like borderline comedic. Yeah, I like, think that's so. the Gremlins, right? But I was like, yeah. I was like three or four. Like it yeah, just was gremlins. just like, oh my god, it's whatever that is anyways i can you but uh, hodgins and matt now like we have kids imagine that that was like you know we take you take ivan into the the video store and there's a a horrific creature coming out of a potty you know he'd be like no daddy i'll never again you know like (laughs) be the worst yeah yeah so that that was my uh that was my thing all right well uh yeah speaking of so uh, anyways this things. whole weekend these 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 monsters are gonna fight in our city streets so they're I, fighting they're like the kaiju they're like they're like godzilla and mothra 
Yeah, they're like giant things, and they're going to have some battle in the market. Crofton, you said you might see it. Bo, I encourage you to leave your dungeon and go and take a look. At we'll, it. see. we'll see. It's only going to happen once. The problem with it is, is there's a ton of people. You know, it's downtown. I'm busing. I don't know. Those there are all a lot of people. But it's, this, this is its of... North, North American debut, and it may never come back to North North America. Like, we got something that even America doesn't I mean, have. it does look really cool. And for anyone listening, if they want to know what we're talking about, it's La Machine, right? La Machine. Yeah. L-A- Google it. M-A-C-H-I-N-E. It's pretty cool. And if you go... That's, La... that's French for the machine. That's right. La Machine. La machine, c'était bon, là. J'aime, j'aime ça. Like that's, how, that. yeah, that's, that's what the Quebecers are saying right now. They're like, oh, mon Dieu, c'est très mal. Comme oh. étonnant. Le, la machine. Wait, wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. What? Wait for this. Speaking of la machine, we have a great machine of our own. I'm talking about the random topic generator, huh? Yeah, that, yeah good know, segue. I approve. It, it was a good gamble because it's my turn to do segue. Oh, and you butted shit. in. But it was so good that how could It'll I disallow allow it? it? If, I, if I got mad at you, I'd lose favor among the houses of Westeros. All right, uh, let's um, find the button for it. I mean, you find the button on your end. <clears throat> Must be starting. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Remember that time the random topic generator reached sentience? That was weird. Yeah, maybe it will again one day. Probably not. Ah, uh, hey, this is one that Bo will know a lot about. Uh, collectible card games. Oh, so so CCGs. And is that TCDs. actually an acronym? Yeah, CCG is collectible card game. TCG is trading card game. Okay, so oh, yeah. what about something like wacky cards? What's that? Just nothing? That's not a game. Is there a game? It's not a game. No, there's no it's game. It's just collectible cards. It's cards. Okay, so there's collectible cards, collectible right. trading cards, and then collectible card games? We're talking about games. So so you may... you Everyone here, on the panel that is, maybe not you listening... We're familiar with the old Magic the Gathering. Back there was a time when I was super into Magic Gathering, made everyone I know play it, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, then there's a little thing called Hearthstone, which uh, of the three of us actually, I feel like uh, Michael is the pro Hearthstone player. Uh, well, it's certainly not pro, but it is the it is the only game I play these days, and I quite enjoy it. I must say, it's a good game. So that's a collectible card game, but digital. Um, but there's a digital, few others. Yeah. Pokemon e. is a big one, and Yu-Gi-Oh are big names. Oh yeah, in the trading card game or collectible card game. It's thing. funny though, like because they're not like I always I, I guess they're the same thing because it's digital. Like I never think of Hearthstone as like I'm coll- I have a collection of cards. It doesn't enter my mind that that's what it is mm. uh whereas for a while when Bo was really into magic gathering and i bought some packs and stuff i kind of like and i had fun playing that game when he when he when he was into it to guide me through the minutiae of the rules that govern that uh, game i you know i felt like okay i have this little like you know i got my cards here but there's something different so it definitely includes the digital ones um like right. yeah right okay. so and just like a, a quick rundown too of some other ones just so people get the full breadth of scope on what just how deep or how prevalent it is other ones are there's there was a world of warcraft trading card game that was big there was a net runner there's a net runner game i'm just like i'm looking it up here um there is a lord of the rings one like there's one for every brand like if you we talked about product licensing and... what's the one that crofton played in that other game gwent. gwent gwent is the one in the witcher that now is an independent standalone game Basically, all right, so here's here's the, you mentioned wacky cards, and that's an important part, because collectible, collectible card games comes from the genesis of two things. One is, we like to play card games, like with a deck of cards, you know, the poker and whatever. And the other one is, we like to collect, if there's a reason to make something worthless into something valuable by virtue of rarity and putting pretty cool art on it, collectibles are a thing. And so you marry the two together and you have a collectible card game, meaning you have to collect cards to make your deck or your what, however you play the game powerful. And so that gives you a reason to buy and to trade and to be involved in the ecosystem. So that, in the nutshell, is collectible card game. And because it's, it's fairly, not, I don't want to say easy, but like it's, 
you know, you can take Star Wars as a Star Wars card game. Think of any brand out there, and someone's going to license a card game based on it. That's just the culture we live in now. So it's uh, so it's funny when you is. describe it like the in theory thing. I'm like this, yeah, that totally makes sense. People do like collecting things. You make a game out of it. Now there's something to do aside from just look at your random yeah. collection or sort your collection. You can actually play with it. Here's a so, like it totally makes sense. Uh, um, Here's a few other ones what? that have come up. Just on a quick Wait. search, just quick. A Buffy the Vampire Slayer collectible card game. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> and an X-Files collectible card game. <laughs> Remember, it's not just collectible cards. It's There's a game I'll involved. be I'll be waiting until there is like a, a Downton Abbey collectible card game. Uh, there is like... a board game. But anyways, I'll let okay. Crofton jump in here. So here here's the thing with, with this is like, because I like card games. I like playing cards. I like Euchre. I like, uh, you know, there's there's... In in um, there's package card games that you can buy like Cards Against Humanity uh, uh, or um, Skip Bow. Anyone ever play Skip Bow? No, but I'm sure <laughs> I love to Skip Bow. Um, oh, the, the thing the thing is grown. is um, there's a lot of these there's a lot of these card games that exist. the The key word here is is, is collectible, and uh, where where I t- sort of take issue and. T- uh, what I find is so great about games like Hearthstone is how they get around this issue, and it, it, it's the same issue that I have um, with video games, which are um, now often free to play, but what what the term is pay to win, um, and uh, the idea is like, oh yeah, you can play it for free, but you will always lose to people who are shelling out cash, right? Um, collectible card games are. Uh, you know, if if it's a card game that that you can collect like rare variants of your cards, uh, and and maybe those are worth money or whatever, like I'm I'm cool with that. But if it's a card game where like the way that you win is by buying the most decks and and eventually getting a legendary card that you're able to you know throw into your deck and and then you know oh i win because i've got this legendary that i bought a thousand packs of garbage cards that i had doubles of to get this one awesome card well like that that i have that i have an an issue with um because i like i like the concept of a game where everybody has at least access to the same resources and variables and that when one player has access to more based on you know money that they're willing to spend i mean i'm not a big fan of that yeah i sort of i sort of agree with that too because i mean my experience playing magic the Gathering with bow when we do, we'd play a, a style of game that that would that would make sense where it's like you, you called drafting or something where you buy like you buy a couple packs and then you put together a deck right with the cards you get from your packs and that's fun because you know it's kind of even footing. But like if I was playing with the like crappy Magic the Gathering deck that I had made over the various drafts I'd done with Bo. Uh, and then he was like, "Okay, I'll play this." It, it, Bo's a very good person to play games with, and that he would he was like, "I'll play a game. I'll play a, a deck that uh, won't destroy you, mm-hmm. right?" And then it's like, but if it's like, I'll be like, "Oh, let me." And then I, my confidence gets, gets up. I'm like, "Play one of your other decks," and then it just, okay, yeah. I, I just don't win anymore because he just has all these crazy cards. And then so it, it is it is like pay to win, and also it's like it feeds it feeds a compulsion that a lot of people have for. Um, for because for sure when you get something rare it's like it's like a little dopamine rush like like you know like oh this thing is awesome it's better than the others so it's also feeding that on top of like its usefulness like in hearthstone the rare times i get and i don't i've not paid a dime to play that game so far but i played a lot of it every time i get a pack and the, when there's occasionally a legendary card you're like oh man a legendary card and it's like really like this is this is great but like in order to be actually good at that game you need a lot of those or or in theory you need certain key decks i don't know that much about it to be honest but uh yeah and and that kind of bugs me because i think in order to get those because because i'll usually save up my gold in hearthstone and buy Mm -hmm. like 50 packs when a new releases but i'll get like one legendary out of 50 packs and maybe two but and sometimes none and then you're just like how many packs do you need to freaking buy if they've released like 12 new legendary cards a lot of which are good i'm like times if i get one per 50 then i need if i want 12 i have to buy i'll do the math 
Like that's insane. I'm not going to spend that much money. It's it, it's silly. So I just resolve when I play these games. Just resolve to be like, okay, like I'm not going to be competitive at it. Uh, same with the Magic: The Gathering. When I did, you know, you buy a few packs, whatever. I'm not playing this to be the best. I'm playing it to just have fun now, and you just have to yeah. kind of resolve to that. But here's the here's the thing, and this is where I mean, don't get me wrong, Hearthstone I think is making a lot of money doing what they do. Um, but but there's this sort of weird to it because it's not a trading card game because you can't trade it's a digital platform that doesn't have any trading to it like like you you just spend money for the simulation of what a collectible card game is like i only got two legendaries i can dust some of my unwanted cards and maybe get a third and and fill out my collection but part of the cool appeal this is where magic does it right is that you get a rare in every pack uh, which is like almost equivalent to legendary a very powerful card you get a couple of uncommons you get commons and then one in eight packs has a mythic and then and then how you build your decks is you can put up to four copies of any card in a 60 card deck so if you want mythics that are relevant in your deck you're gonna have to buy a lot of packs but here's where it's great there's a secondary market where you can buy the cards you want or just trade them with your friends and and the point being is that for these things you're investing like every time a new set comes out because these popular games release sets like every three months you're putting down two or three hundred dollars like your life now if it's a lifestyle choice the one thing hearthstone has going for it is it can be free to play but generally speaking it's kind of a lifestyle choice where you're putting down x amount of dollars whenever whenever a set comes out so people stop thinking about it like wow these are just pieces of paper that like it's like would you buy 50 playing like Doyle playing card decks? No, you wouldn't. You know, you would just buy one, maybe two. So it's really a license to print money and we enjoy we enjoy the hell out of it. And sometimes when I'm playing these games, I look at it and I go, "Why are we spending money on this?" like, you know, like and and I had a pretty large magic collection um that I got rid of actually. Uh and the the trading angle that you brought up is 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 a good one but because i had never really thought about that when when like looking at the the positives uh, of hearthstone like it really is like a a collection that that it's your own walled garden that you're in and and that satisfaction of like you know meeting your friend and saying like i got two of these uh, i have doubles of these and i know you want this and let's you know let's make a trade like that that's not there and there's something there's something like 1980s like about that like uh, that, that that is attractive um attractive to me but uh but getting back to like sort of just talking about sort of the the, the money involved um even a game like hearthstone which is it, um a game that that gets these updates that you mentioned regularly one thing that frustrates me is um is the fact that like okay well every time these new cards are added to a game you're you're adding new rules new components new elements to this thing it's like a growing thing which can be beautiful in many ways but can also like the more variables the more chances of stuff messing up right so like different games handle that in different ways like i know magic has like like there's like one version where all cards are all from all eras of magic are good and then there's ones where it's limited to to most recent cards and and hearthstone has like i know i know um recently they did a cleanup and they eliminated like or or some and you guys would know better than me but they eliminated the use of a lot of older cards um and i'm i'm wondering if these are cards that like people could have spent money on or or whatever in which case then it becomes really really frustrating and it kind of reveals the futility of it like when at one point it's like this thing that you desperately wanted i'm buying this oh there's a new expansion i'm getting all the new ones and, and then you get them and then to find out like oh a year later yeah that expansion that's three expansions old now we've stopped supporting it and we're moving we're moving on to that so those cards are just you know a pile of plastic for you now if they're hard copy ones or if they're digital it's like maybe you invested real money mike didn't but a lot of people did and then they they you know it's it's worth nothing it's, to them anymore there's a social contract with collectible card games <laughs> that no one really explains to you they just kind of say, "Here, buy three packs and let's draft." They, that it's like drugs. They just they're just like, "Here, just try it today." 
you know just try playing today but the social contract with the collectible card game is that they are fun and some of them are extremely well designed and 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 if you get hooked and and find them fun then it becomes a lifestyle choice like it becomes you know well i have to spend a certain amount of money the the price of this game for me is two hundred dollars every three months let's say and um you it's like buying milk with an expiration date you can't be mad five weeks later when your milk is curdled so but the same thing about, deal, but they don't disclose it but that's the deal with the trading card game yeah culture. but the thing about that is it like <clears throat> i mean again i don't know too much about this stuff but it's like even hearthstone who have you know kind of just now they're they're having season they've kind of like discontinued certain cards but they just they leave an option open i think they call it wild or something where you could just play like any card and i know the same is true of of um match of the gathering right like you could just be like okay whatever i mean and you're playing with your friends you can just say like you can be a rules nerd and say okay we're playing like latest edition uh or you can just be like whatever let's play any card we want you know it's it's you can make your own rules there's mini games there's lots of ways to play and i think that's maybe part of the appeal is the, is the variation that can come from when you have extensive kind of card libraries that accrue you can play it in its current format you can play it with anything goes whatever it's still fun mm-hmm. um or potentially still fun which kind of like I, I still think this whole thing it's 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 interesting that it mixes the two things because a game and a trading card because like when Crofton talked about reminiscent of the eighties I definitely thought about and the whole trading aspect when I collected wacky cards and you go to school and you have wacky cards and it's like yeah you got a couple like sort of uncommon ones and you trade with a friend because to the goal is to complete your collection for that season so that's like you're trying to collect once once you have a full set you've done you've done it right uh, now you to like i've never apl- uh thought of that for something like and again like hearthstone's the only experience i have with this currently i've never been like i want to get all the cards for new season it's not even crossed my mind to try to do that uh because i play it because uh, it's for me it's primarily a game it's the game that i that i enjoy not the collecting uh, or if even if trading was a component i would be like who cares uh it, the 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 idea to get them all makes no sense to me. And I understand that maybe you need to do that if you want to be competitive. But then again, it comes back to like, well, why do you play games? It's like, if you play games to be the best at the game, that's silly. Cause do the numbers. You're not going to be. Uh, and if, but if you play it to have fun, it's like, well, you can always find someone who has the same kind of cards you have. And I find, you know, and if you play with friends, like, when I played with Bo, he was always like, oh, okay, you don't have an extensive library. Well, I'll just use this deck, whatever. It'll be fun. And he, and he always made it fun. And we, we always had good games. And he, you know, was able to win some. And he won probably more. And uh, let's face it, a lot more. But uh, but whatever. Like, it, you know, it was, it was able to be fun. And, Har- and Hearthstone's good in that it has a ladder system. So it's like if you don't have all the cards, whatever, you just stay low in the ladder. You're still going to win some because it has an element of chance. So like I guess it's just like what's the goal? And for me, with when you when the game element's there, the game is the goal, and the collectability of getting a full set is does it? It's for me, it's it's silly, and it's like and that's I think taking advantage of people's obsessive, compulsive behaviors to like mm-hmm. I gotta have all the or, or people who are OCD. I'm like oh, I'm missing yeah. that card. I need to get it. I gotta there, buy fifty more packs. There, there's you know? a but what if you gotta buy the cards to win the game? Like it's not just collecting. Well, the thing like, is, I you get... don't. You don't need to because there's no like there's no it, you need to buy them all to win the meta game is that the right term where it's like you move up the ladder and you become a legendary player well, in Hearthstone. Well, well, it's 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 more that um, people who are really into the game discover competitively that certain combinations of cards in these trading card games are favored to win. So the meta is what the most frequent types of decks you're seeing. So. Now, Mike, you play Hearthstone, which is generally known as a pretty... The RNG of it is pretty forgiving, meaning... What's that? What does that mean? It means that like they're it's it's swingy in nature, so... But what is, what is RNG? RNG stands is... for Random Number Generator. All right. And, um, and, and so it's notorious kind of for... You might have... Uh, you might have not have spent as much money, but you can build a deck that's effective... Or or has is, is might quote unquote cheap and doesn't require skill maybe, and still have it work. Where <laughs> arguably, 
Like, if you want to play Magic uh, in Constructed, not the draft version, Constructed is where you build your own deck, your your price range on building the deck, not the packs, if you're just to buy the cards individually, is anywhere between 100 to $1,000. Sometimes oh, more $1, if you're going deeper. But this is like, this is the Rolls Royce of trading card games. And the people who are invested in that environment are like, yeah, it's a thousand, buddy, if you want to compete. Otherwise, uh, get out. You know, like, what, like the Wimbledon aren't buying Canadian tire tennis they rackets. Tournaments. They have tournaments. Ten- t- tennis players buy, you know, high quality turn- uh, tennis rackets and gear for their sport. And magic, magic culture, they view themselves the same. So, in that sense, as a quote, casual player in Hearthstone, it is financially more forgiving because I've played a lot of magic and, like, your poopy decks, there's no, like, Oh yeah, just play a poopy deck and you'll beat decks. You will beat no one. <laughs> no one's gonna bring a deck like that. It's it's vicious. Um, but uh, there, there was sorry. I know you want to make a point, but part of this too, Michael, is that there is a culture of having new. So like, I always find it funny that no one plays playing cards anymore. I used to love playing euchre, and like that's a solved game. It's kind of easy when you know the strategy, but it's fun. But people really want well, new stuff, like the fact, like the hype of new things. Like, oh, there's a new Thor trailer. It's Thor Ragnarok, and oh my God, Hulk is in it. There's that kind of like anticipatory hype amongst people in the culture who want the new things too. And trading card games because it's like let's print off a bunch of art and new rules. There's always that cycle in it as well. Which yeah, is a, I guess it's an important thing. feature I, of it. I think I. I saw Crofton's facial reaction when you were like, Euchre's a solved game, and I, and I don't want to speak for him, but I'm like, look, I'd play Euchre right now because it's fun. And the mm-hmm. thing is, like, yes, there's a strategies, and if you have you understand certain tells or whatever, the point is it's still going to be – it's going to be – there's an element of randomness when you play the game. Yeah. And I find, like, every time I've played Euchre, uh, different random stuff happens. That's, and like, it's, that's it's like the fun. randomness of backgammon too, though, right? Like, it's still yeah, solved. Yeah, but I mean, that's, but that's part of what makes it what makes it fun. Like, like these aren't – to me, the, I, I don't see these games – they're never going to be chess, right? This the, These games are never shuffled. There's, there's an order in which the cards come out. Like, yes, you can control them to some extent, but you cannot – you can have a card you need, and there could be two of them in your deck, and if they happen to be right at the bottom, and that can happen, you're not – you know – you can't mm-hmm. count on that. That's mm-hmm. randomness. So as, as, as long as you're playing a game with elements of randomness, and if your goal is to be the best of that game, that's a recipe for misery. But if your goal is to have fun, you'll achieve it. Like that's, I just find it so silly to be like, I need to get them all to be the best or whatever. Like it's like it's it's just you're gonna be frustrated most of the time. But if you just want to have fun, you know, and it's like I think of euchre. I always I always had fun playing euchre, and like I I lost a lot and I won a lot and whatever because it's random. Sometimes the cards go your way, and you're like, man, I always got two bowers in my hand, and you're just slamming them down. And other times you're like, what nines again? God damn it! <laughs> it just goes that way. Right? Well, it's part it's part of a bigger a a bigger thing, which is like I not to bring it back to video games, but I, not only is it my comfort zone, but it's also it's also uh, you know games. So there is that that relation there. But there's a movement in video games right now to create these open platforms uh, instead of like giving you a closed product where you'd play a game from beginning to end. You'd end the game, credits would roll. Uh, and you'd be like, wow, now I'm going to play another game. Now games are often designed as services, platforms where like the game continues and they update it. They update it. Oh, now there's a, there's a new expansion. There's a new character added. There's a new map added. There's a new thing. And it's like it's like a trinkle to keep people engaged, to keep them involved and that sort of thing. Blizzard is a master of this across all their game services and Ubisoft is becoming bigger as well. So – Collectible card games are, are are really similar in that regard because I, across video games, card games, whatever, I'm a big fan of everything in the box. Like, let's open the box. And, you know, there's expansions to board games and, and things like that. And I don't mind those so much. But, like, I really like the idea of, like, everything we need to play evenly and, and to distribute is in the box or is in this pack and that we're, we're split, splitting up. But 
then that's over. Like that's over for a guy like me who's plays casually. That's over for it to be a lifestyle. As Bo explained earlier, there needs to be more. There needs to be that anticipation. There needs to be all that stuff. And there's a lot around the collectible card games that, that, that is, that is cool and positive. We didn't, we didn't even like the fact we haven't even really talked about the art style and how all of these are like, can be painted or hand drawn or, 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 um, and with, with like cool images and all that sort of stuff. Like there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of appeal to these things but but uh, the idea is they do want to as you both have said in one way or another uh, get their hooks into you and um and like it like anything that can get their hooks into you there's a fair amount of fun to be had there but there there can be risk for those who don't have self-control there can be risk for for those who like in in the case of I, you know, I haven't read any articles or, or don't know if this is true of people who spend well beyond their means in, in magic or whatever, but maybe, maybe that happens. Um, and, uh, and the, those are all sort of things that are related to what the nature is. And Bo talked about it earlier when he was saying, when every once in a while he'd ha- have an epiphany when, he, when they'd be getting new packs or new things being like, you know, what am I doing here? What is this here? And then he, he got rid of a ton of his his cards at one point when he was like, you know, all this is them. all of them. Yeah. I yeah, sold like, the valuable ones and got rid of the rest. And, and I understand. And there's replacements in your life for, for the sort of things that do it, it electronically. And it takes a lot of physical space, has a lot of environmental impact. I, I do, I get all, I get all that stuff, but I just feel like I, by nature, I'm, I'm prone to really like this topic in that I like, I like card games games uh i like games in general i like card games uh i like fantasy and sci-fi which is really heavy and i i think pretty much every single one of these games until they release the downton abbey edition um i like uh you know i like i like nice art i like um i like playing with friends i like like pretty much if if you did a, a diagram of all the things i like you know, CCGs would be like right in the middle of of a lot of that. It's just that there's there there's all this sort of like um, you know, they're trying. It feels like the companies are trying to get you addicted, and uh, and then there's the whole pay by having these like either pay to win elements or chronic cr- collectors like looking for whales like in poker or whatever. I don't know. That's yeah, a, that's I a mean, part that bothers me. I do kind of, and I think it's. I agree. And I do think that it's the whole, what are you, how are you approaching it? And and I think there's too much of a of a of a re, of people that when they start to get into sign, they want to be good at it. I know it sounds a bit of a cop out to be like, don't try to be good at it. <laughs> it. Sounds silly, but it's also like, but again, if that's your goal, it's just like these are pastimes, right? These are leisure activities. You know, for a very small group, maybe they can find a way to make a living out of it. And maybe for that to happen, there needs to be 10 million that try and fail at it. Maybe that's also part of it. But, like, if you just treat it as a game and if the goal is to have fun, then it's never it's never going to be a problem. Because, like, I would, I would tomorrow, if you guys wanted to, go into a, a comic book store and buy 10 packs of Magic the Gathering and do a draft, and it would be fun. It would be. And then we'd throw them in the garbage after. Bo could take the two valuable ones and sell them or something. <laughs> and that's it. It'd be because then it would just be a game, right? There it yeah. would just be a game. And we played it and there's a funny element of chance and it would be a fun time we'd hang out with our friends. It's like it, it's like with I think of that like when you when you're playing games with your friends, it's fun, right? And it's like but once you start going to like trying to be competitive or go to things like this, it can be it, it, not that the fun goes out of it, but it, then it becomes it's become something different. And uh, I think of the few times was it only the one time I might have gone twice with Bo to like a what, what do you call it like a oh, where it was like a, a Magic pre, the Gathering uh, pre-release. I think we went to the pre-releases when the new set came out and you bought a bunch of packs. You open them and you can only build your deck from the cards you opened. Like you know three packs yeah. and a and a boost a booster. I think they were and called. It, well, I don't remember. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You go and you get these cards and it's like a little tournament. And it was like I was like, wow, some people take this really seriously. And after having got my ass kicked by twelve year old like three games in a row, <laughs> and also realizing that people take this seriously, and not that I didn't, but I also was like making jokes to strangers, and they could tell some of them like they were like, no, I'm here to play, I'm here to win, and uh, and I was just like, 
I'm here to have fun. <laughs> this is less. I have way more yeah, fun no, playing I, and with I, Bo I, in his apartment than I did at any of those drafts. Because again, I don't know what those people's goals was. Was it to get their to edge themselves up? They're like, I'm trying to improve. I need time playing the game and draft to get better at my strategy. And I'm just like, whatever. Fun. Fun should be your goal. I, yeah, I get. I I do get that. But in defense of it, it's like it's a hot like. This is pegging itself as a lifestyle hobby in the same way that like somebody's really into modeling and does like like doing models and stuff and, and does makes a model airplane and then makes another model and then it's like we're it's not just like a wreck wreck board game time. This is like lifestyle. Like the way Bo plays Heroes of the Storm. Like it it is a it is now a, a lifestyle thing and you know, people go to be they hockey tournaments or other tournaments and this is a thing that they've said, okay, it's gonna occupy this space in my life. Like my hobby is collectible card games, in particular this one and um you know i want to participate in tournaments to win i want to collect the whole suite and all that and and i can appreciate that honestly i i can like i can appreciate uh you know it, when i find out somebody has no hobbies i always i always say like how can you not have you've got to have stuff that you're interested in so far be it for me to poo poo like if they have a hobby but at the same time I do agree with Mike in 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 terms of echoing the way I see these games, which is like, I want to play them for fun with my friends occasionally. I want it to be a game, and I don't want it to be a lifestyle. Uh, for me, does that mean I begrudge it as a lifestyle to others? My only issue really stems more from the companies like, you know, cranking the the money out of, out out of potentially it's, it's hard suckers. not to look at it as an outsider as someone who's not let's say not into gaming culture you know who understands that unwritten contract it's hard for someone like that to not look at it and go, it just looks like you're flushing money i'm going i like the book harry potter so let me buy 10 copies of it just to, for the sake of having 10 copies of it like that's what that looks like is you're buying these these cards you're spending this money online for what is manufactured scarcity, essentially, and and um, I I don't I don't know if we need more education around it, like or or if it actually is kind of kind of the sucky part of the way that this sort of culture is constructed. But people but is also yeah. that is that is like is, it's like the culture is defined by the people who are the competitive ones, right? It's like yeah, sure, it, it, and then it's because I I would agree with that kind of. And maybe I, and I probably am an outsider, I guess. Even though I play Hearthstone like every day, I'll pl- I'll play a game or two because it's you know it's pretty accessible. Um, so I feel like I played a lot, but like I'm I don't think I'm involved in the culture, and so it, but be, in the sense that like again, my my goal is like it's fun. I might win a game, you know, and then I'm like I'll probably lose a game <laughs> you yeah, like whatever yeah. but but you know if you put you in a room with a bunch of people who play hearthstone you're not lacking for conversation you could probably have a laugh over i don't know this card's op or you know like this thing like like what they're that me <laughs> overpowered oh. so i you, so to clarify for listeners micer micer michael is not really savvy at all about gamer culture and the online gamer culture but what i'm referring to is that you do have shared experiences with other people who play hearthstone like you and i will play and well, we'll talk about no it. but you, but say you you say that and it's funny because like i would rather play hearthstone honestly with like you uh well, or sure. crofton even yeah though yeah, yeah of course it's like, games are fun <laughs> like all the games i play are definitely more fun with friends like that's well, right that's true and they would be more fun because the thing is like i play these games with strangers and you can tell some of them are the same as me but you can tell some there's like people i always joke that crofton's like one of these ty- if he wasn't my friend i would hate playing games against him the, the trolling types the ones who <laughs> wait till victory is assured before taunting you and it's like if you were to play a card game with someone like that in real life you'd be like this person's a fucking asshole <laughs> but like half of hearthstone players are like that wait till wait till my victory is assured now taunt you i'm like why why do you do that and i'm like it's like the trolling culture it's like the worst of the in- it's like the 4chan internet people who are into gaming and they go and play Hearthstone and they're like, <laughs> I'm in it for the lols. Fuck you, suck. And it's just like I hate that. I'm like, I like to have fun playing a game. I don't try to. I don't troll other people. And I understand that it's sometimes the cards go my way and sometimes they don't. And there's a bit of strategy and a bit of luck. 
and sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose, mm. and that's okay. You don't have to like rub people's faces in it. Now, I'm just like, I don't understand. So that culture, but I that's don't that's like. the that's the online gaming culture. Yeah, because because sure. in real life, when you play trading card games, like some of the most respectful behavior is is at the pre-releases or at the drafts we go to or at magic card shops. Like I've I've I don't have a single bad experience playing games in real life, even with strangers, even if they've been really competitive. You know, they might have been. I agree with you. But, I agree with you there. People, yeah. people were cordial, uh, though. Again, I thought it was not quite. It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily fun or like funny. some of them lack social the skills, played... like lack of deodorant and just can't interact with humans because you know they're the they're the not social nerd, right? You know, like we saw a lot of those. Just you know, you'd say like hello, and then they'd like look like they'd shrink three inches into their chair, and you're like, "This person is one of those socials. I don't like socials." <laughs> you know, like that kind of that nerd. Yeah. Um, like there were definitely a few of those, but and also the this is the best part. So the, the awesome thing about the Magic cult, Gathering culture is there are judges, and you go to get certified for judges, and the judges, you know, they actually wear like Footlocker referee shirts or whatever. So and this cool. one guy, like, okay, like he was a big guy, and that's not why it was funny. But what was funny about this guy is that, you know, he had a bit of the comic book nerd from Simpsons going on. Right? And I have that too. But his referee shirt was covered in mustard stains. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the that part guy. that was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are we like, it was like the dirtiest thing ever. It was yeah. just but, like... Well, actually, but what was funny, because that was the one I went to, because I recall that guy. He was a nice fellow. He was very I nice. Recall. Yeah. Uh, but the other referee was his complete opposite in that he was probably 6'5 and weighed 98 pounds right. and had, like, thick coke bottle glasses and i was like these guys are hilarious it's like it's like they got together and planned it they'd be like let's all let's both become referees everyone will think it's hilarious yeah, yeah. uh but but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's but though like like i mean think about what it takes for your life like you guys are kind of you've been poking fun at me about me being a twitch affiliate now by the way which we didn't talk about at the top of the show but i am i'm affiliate now and how <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to worship that yeah I'm, I, uh, not everyone gets it you get invited and we're his uh, subs and um <laughs> you know it just means i get access to to subscription like stuff in in the live streaming of gaming culture and you need a big fucking deal mike yeah that's right yeah okay no, not okay, really it, not really it. it's but it's just it's a thing that i'm happy about but uh wow i even lost my point what was my point it's like I'm better than you. <laughs> no, it was not Look, that. It was that, um, like that's the same thing. Imagine, oh, the judges. Imagine your chosen thing is to, like the rules. Here's another thing. It's fascinating about Magic: The Gathering. The comprehensive rules for Magic: The Gathering is a 600-page Word document. Oh. It is like reading legal, and I've read it to verify rules and just for fun. Judges have to know. <laughs> yeah, you mean because I find it interesting. Judges have to know what's in that rule book and get examined. Like they get tested on it. It's like it's like going for a driver's <laughs> license or becoming a medical doctor. You have to get a degree and then get your medical license or your lawyer. You have to be with the the Ontario Law Society. Like like these people have devoted their time and their life to being judges in a trading card game. And that's insane when you really think about it. That's uh, it is it's insane. a special thing. It's also just like it. it it's the the co- it's like the compulsive aspect of that. That's the bad part of this. I'm pretty much ready for verdict. Yeah, I think I'm getting there too. I, I just it is. More- I, I would look at the money side of things and say like this. This doesn't seem forward. It seems like people who know about it know why they do it, and the value proposition for everyone outside is not there. All right, let's. Uh, I mean, Croft, unless you have like a last. Uh, no, last but I'll go on. first on verdicts. Okay, I have to go in the middle because I'm the host guy. Unless Crofton's also gonna, um, what's the word for it? Usurp my authority. Whatever. No, I won't usurp. I won't usurp. Oh yeah, not usurp, but usurp. Bring the, I won't usurp. I won't do it. That already. Yeah, bring the damn animals. <laughs> I'm looking for them. There they are. Whoa, they're loud. <laughs> in the courts. All right, Crofton, it's all yours. Um, So, 
I used to play this this game that I invented with my brothers when we were kids. We we had Marvel collectible cards, and each superhero had like powers on them, and and so they had they were divided into different categories. And so pretty much like the game involved whoever you know whoever was leading on the hand saying like strength seven, and then you know and then. If you had a superhero that had a higher strength than seven, then you would take control and then you'd be like, I don't know, weapons nine or Galactus, incidentally, was the best. Um, Dr. Doom was the only one who could beat him because he had Silver more weapons. Silver Surfer was pretty up there, too. Yeah, oh, very, very high. But really, they were just like they're supposed to be cards used in the same way hockey cards or, or baseball cards were used. It'd be like if you pulled a hockey card and you're like, Queen Gretzky, goals. 92 and then some of these else is like oh shit i lose so what you know like we made our own game and the the reality there is like there is it there is an appetite for both these things and it and it makes perfect sense to me that they they exist although i am exactly as bo said on the outside like i'm, I'm a bit of an outsider mike always likes to say how i hate hearthstone and the reason he says that is because i played hearthstone uh you know a lot when it first came out I had a really good time and then I stopped playing it and they kept playing it and they keep playing it and they keep playing it and I'm done with it. And, uh, and for me, that's how I like my things. I like to have like closed experiences that I take out from time to time. And sometimes I reinstall Hearthstone and I play a little bit and I get rid of it again. That's me. That's how I, I like things. I feel like collectible card games are not designed for people like me and while i appreciate all the stuff i appreciated as a kid when designing my own little game like the idea of having these dynamic fun science fiction and fantasy cards having a game in it that you can play with your friends the concept of like it, it dominating all aspects of my life and being in an intense hobby that it, it serves to sort of like fund a lot of these these companies that are designing these games to be with planned obsolescence the idea a lot of the cards will become obsolete and in many of the worst case and this is starting to change the idea that you have to spend a zillion dollars to win the game and mm. so they get you hooked on these tournaments and the lifestyle and then they say like but if you want to get good you got to spend a ton of money and bo talked about some of the the big dollar amounts that you have to drop so that 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 element of the whole thing is frustrating but it I've had so much fun with these in in my life for finite periods of time that I can't just go out and say that they're bad, even though I see a lot of the negatives associated with them. So for the, that reason, I'm going to say that they're bullshit. There's the, the sound of bullshit. All right, I'm going to go next. Um, yeah, trading card games. I think overall they're fun. Like, I have problems with them from a mechanic standpoint in that sometimes I find they're a little too... They're not to my taste. It's not a knock against trading card games, but sometimes it's very much a... You play one, I play one, and this does two attack, that does two attack. And... Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, so the... There's sort of a simplicity to it, which is just, if that's your taste, like there's a complexity, like in terms of rules and how things work in these games. But at the same time, they're very like, it's your turn, it's my turn kind of thing. And um, there's a lot of different competitive games out there. So maybe not overall my genre, even though I spent a lot of time with it. Um, I think they're they're pretty amazing. I think they're a lot of fun. But like, I think for some of us, we spend some time in it and then we're done with it. And then some people are just played it for a long time uh the only aspect of it is 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 not that it actually is an expensive lifestyle sport is that we haven't communicated that up front to people and just made it a thing like if you're going to play hockey for for a season like actual ice hockey you're gonna have to invest in some skates and some pads and some sticks and things are going to break and so there's going to be a cost associated with doing this activity i feel that's the same and that's sort of the only problem i have with how not up front trading card games are about this issue because they're literally designed to vacuum money out of your wallet <laughs> if you're passionate but that aside if you're passionate about the games they're fun i like the hype i'm even there's a new expansion for hearthstone coming out um what is it called wrath of the frozen throne or, or something like that uh it's all based on northrend stuff anyways it looks really cool and i've been watching it and i'm like 
oh damn uh, i kind of getting hyped for the new cards i kind of want to play some of them and i even earned a free pack because there's a free pack promotion got myself a free pack so so there's something to be said about uh, about those games overall i think they're fun i've um enjoyed my time playing them so i'm gonna say collectible card games are good Hmm. Um, uh, so it's funny. It, I wish I could have gone, gone right after Crofton because he hit, made me think of a bunch of things and now I feel like forgotten half of them. But I'm going to largely reiterate what I said during the, the show, which is, which is that I, I, my main issue with these things, with these things, I think is the, the mixing of the two things. And that really it's not the game. It's sort of the, it's, it's almost, it sounds dumb to say if I fault the player, but to be like, don't treat, you know, it's like choose one. Like in some ways, if you want to collect all the things, then do that and spend all your money or whatever. But then if you become obsessive about the game component of them and the collecting, I find like that's, that's like a cycle. that's bad. Like I think it one drives the other. And whereas if your only goal is to collect and whatever, you're not trying to just outcompete people. Maybe that's a thing. But, but then in that case, if you're trying to collect something, don't do those because they never end. You know, trying to collect something that has no ending is insanity, right? You know, if you want to like collect something, like right now, I've got slightly into bird watching, which is which, which Wait, I realized. What? what? You know what I realized about um, bird watching? This is a bit uh, of an aside. Is it? It's it's just like Pokemon. It's like in the sense that there is a bunch of birds around, and some of them are rare. And then when you start to look at birds, and then you see one that, that's rare you haven't seen before, you're like, oh man, you gotta like, watch like, them all. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> is it? But honestly, like, so I have this little booklet, but there's only a finite number of birds that you're ever gonna see in your area, right? So if you want to be a bird watcher and see all the birds, you can do that, and you can achieve it. And it's hard. You've collected them all. There's nothing else to it. There's no game you play about like, I play a Baltimore Oriole. thing right uh, yeah. the game aspect i really enjoy about these i like all aspects of it i don't mind open i like the, i like the randomness of packs you know i like that hearthstone is incorporated you open a pack you don't know what's in it you know i think they should in some ways have like a draft feature as a way of doing things um but i, I guess that's sort of what the arena is there but like i, I like that because it's random and and i like playing it and i could play that game anytime and oh yeah this reminded me one of crofton's points uh which was like he he plays a game and then he and then he wraps it's you know he plays a game and it's wrapped up he's done with that game he's on mm. to the next one and I totally understand that, especially for the video game overarching thing but we talked about things like card games earlier like say like euchre I'm like I will play euchre tomorrow with you guys it'd be fun I would always play euchre it's never going to change but it never ends right yeah. uh, and I and I find the collectible card games are kind of the same and that you can always have a game right. And I like that they're short form. They're not long and drawn out. Like, it's not a video game like, you know, it's a card game. You can always sit down and have a quick card game. And to me, that's always fun. And that's what came, I said it a lot. That's, if that's your goal, you're never going to go wrong. But as soon as your goal is to, like, be better than everyone else, have everything, you're, it's like, it's a, it's a recipe for frustration. And I think that they do drive that. So in the end, I don't know. I kind of got, and that is the culture of it. And I think it's a that's a bad thing. So I think I'm gonna have to say, even though I really like these things, I really do enjoy them. I think they're kind of bullshit because they drive, uh, they yeah, they they sort of suck. They aim to suck money from people. I don't like that aspect, and it preys on people, and it works frankly because people have that compulsiveness to like, I want all these things. It's got to be complete. They use that to their advantage, and like getting rare things is a little dopamine burst, and you get that. But if you just want to have fun, you're never gonna go wrong. Anyways, so I think bullshit but i really do enjoy them i time i mistimed the bullshit so i'm giving you the problem uh, no you can whatever I yeah <laughs> all right and, uh, uh yeah oh, oh sorry no it's okay i was just gonna you got any closing quick closing thoughts no, you before do, transition yeah, i was just gonna say that the pokemon uh the pokemon thing the when pokemon were invented the creator of it was actually in um one of his hobbies growing up was insect collecting uh, which is yeah, again it's like the same. It it's again, which was like you know regional and like there are certain. The certain problem insects. was it, you couldn't battle them. 
<laughs> they, they put, he put no. them in an arena and then they wouldn't fight. <laughs> yeah, he, he needed to make them fight. Anyway, sorry, go ahead, Bo, do the business. Well, if you'd like to fight with us, you can send us an email at goodbadbull.com or goodbadbull at gmail.com. Send us an email. We want to read it on the air. I don't think we have had one in a very long time. And uh, we know you're out there listening as we're talking to you. Uh, if you have something passionate to say on the subject of collectible guard games or any of our subjects at any time, just go ahead and send that in. Um, or if you want to offer us a trade for your sweet Jace, the mind sculptor, uh, I've got a, I've got a, I don't know, I can't remember any magic card games. Damn it, <laughs> that's only Jace that I can think of right now. Um, all right, if you want to find out more about the show, head on over to goodbadbull.com. That's the home where all of our stuff. You will find it there. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash goodbadbull. Um, find us on Twitter at goodbadbull. All the links on the goodbad bullshit, bullshit site. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I'm forgetting all the things I'm supposed to say at the moment, so I'm just going to own that up. The one thing we do want to do is thank our patrons. So we have a, a page up on the Patreon site called patreon.com slash goodbadbull. And there, people who listen to the show and, and like what we do and want to help support the creation of the show, go there and give us a little tip. And so if that's something you'd like to do, please head on over there. And we'd like to thank those uh, listeners who are patrons for their patronage. The patron brand really is great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's going to conclude the outro bit. But before we get to end of show banter, I'm going to tell you, you can follow me at Bo Schwartz. And if you want to find out more about what Crofton's up to, he's going to tell you where you can do that. You can, uh, <laughs> you can challenge me to the collectible card game of your choice. By reaching out to me over Twitter, at Croft and Steers, at which point I will politely decline and call you a nerd. And uh, Mike, if our listeners want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, they you? have a hard time doing so. But uh, I do make a rare tweet, almost as rare as the Blackburnian Warbler I saw the other day. That's the kind of bird. <laughs> you really it's are was... into bird watching. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> it was a pretty cool bird, uh, though it wasn't rare, but it was rare for me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I make a tweet now and then, uh, at ML Hodgins. All right. You um, don't need to actually follow I, me because it's boring. Actually, I was, um, I was, I, I wanted to, I said you can follow me at Bo Schwartz, but I'm a Twitch affiliate now. I already said that on the show. Let me say it again. So you can also follow me at twitch.tv slash Gorath. That is G-0-R-4-T-H. Anyways, oh, how clever. Go watch me play Heroes of the Storm. And maybe even some Hearthstone. Maybe I might get in some Hearthstone streamers for people. It's a good stream. Yeah, game. or you could go do something else, too. <laughs> 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 go outside. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, did you see? So, let's... Because uh, our outros, I don't know. They're, they're whatever. And we're in outro land now. I, this new expansion for Hearthstone. Did you see that there are cards in it where you can replace your hero with a Death Knight version of the hero? And oh, that's cool. aren't they see, really you, awesome? Bo, this is like how I play Hearthstone, and I do play it. I don't give a shit what the new thing is, and I don't look at it at all. And then I, I get the new packs. Like, I have a couple. I have three for the new thing. I'm like, oh, neat. There's new, new cards coming out. I don't care what they are. I'll still play games now. And then one day, there'll be a bunch of new packs and then and then i'll be like oh sweet new packs and i'll spend the the, the fake gold i've amassed over the last three months to right. buy a bunch of packs and i'll open them and be like okay here's some new cards and then i'll play more hearthstone games like i just you, like who cares like you're missing actually a huge thing that i also missed when talking about this topic and and it is really unfair because it, it bear has a huge bearing on my in lack of enjoyment sometimes with regards to collectible card games it's the making of the decks okay because oh, yeah, yeah. you get these cards 
and then you've got to do something with them. You have to make a deck and you have to balance it. And and again, we keep mentioning Hearthstone. It it has lots of ways to streamline that process. But even with the streamlined process, I'm like, oh God, just give me the cards you want me to play with and then I'll play. But part of the whole well, fun of the thing is making that deck. Except I derive no enjoyment out of well, it. I don't Crofton. consider that to be part of the game. The game is playing it for me. People will be like, oh no, building the deck is part of it too. I'm like, no, 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 no. But a see, game is... Here. You're right, you're right. But if you play Hearthstone, like they now have these like recipes. There'll be like a few like uh like they'll give you a couple recipes. So how I make a deck more recently is I choose one of the recipes and then I always don't have all the cards required because I'm not because I don't care about buying all the cards. I'll be like, Oh, I'm missing like five cards needed to make this deck, whatever. And then I'll just put in other ones and then I'll decide which ones are not. And some of them will be like, Well, this isn't really working, I'll take one out and put it one else in. I don't I never sit down and plan a deck. Also, I never get that high in the rankings either. But who cares? Because it's like you win some games, you lose some games. But that's fairly new for the most part. Like whenever I was playing it, you had to like they would suggest cards and you would have to put together a deck. And when we would play like magic or something, Bo would make like he's like, okay, this is a balanced deck or we're we're doing this. If it wasn't draft, I brought all the decks and just gave you decks to play because you had (laughs) zero cards. Yes. Yeah, and and that's it. And so, like, but I can't. Again, it's hard to begrudge the people that enjoy, like, you know, the design of the deck, finding. And, and I can totally see for a certain personality type, like finding that perfect formula and being like, oh wow, you know, they might but, get derive more satisfaction out of that than actually playing a game of cards. You know, one other thing I've learned too, Crofton, about. So I'll just make some random deck. And then I'll play, but you know, people. And then by random chance, I'll still win some games, so that'll keep me playing. And then sometimes, like, I'll be playing a class, say, like Hunter. I've been playing Hunter recently on, on the Hearthstone. And then, like, I was like, I keep getting my ass kicked with this Hunter combination of I don't know, it was like Release the Hounds and um, oh, what the hell was it? Some other card. And I'm like, oh yeah, this. I don't even know what it's called, whatever. And then I'm like, why did I put that in my hunter deck? And like, because basically I kept getting my ass kicked by it. Then I'm like, I'll put it in mine. I'll take out these other stupid two cards that aren't doing that much. And then I'm like, oh, now I'm doing slightly better because that's a good thing. So it's like, I just, I, I watch when people kick my ass in certain ways and be like, why don't I do that? And now they probably have a more whole approach in that their whole deck works well together. But I'll take like components that'll be like, oh, that, that really annoyed me when someone did that to me. So I'll just put those cards in my deck. And it actually has made me get somewhat better, though I still have a disjointed deck probably. And that's one thing as well that we left out of this, which is which is the brain power and effort that it takes to to pull these things together. There are so many variables in these games, and, and like thinking three moves ahead, like the people who play these games at advanced levels are actually like it's actually impressive, and uh, that they can keep track of all this shit all the time and like yes i enjoy the games where there's a higher degree of randomness and part of that is due to the fact that that is how i'm going to beat often a lot of a lot of people because they are really smart have thought about the construction of their deck because if they thought about it then they have the sense of its inner workings and are are therefore able to use it to its full potential whereas i'm i'm like sort of figure you know figuring stuff out and enjoying it you know round at a time anyway i'm just saying it takes a like these are not stupid people's games you know like no, they're not necessarily but the active and the thing is i find like i'm just just smart enough to find it enjoyable and just dumb enough to say not be able to enjoy chess that much because this chess is just like if you're playing with like you know your dad or something like that and and no one really cares it's fun but it's, if you play with someone it's like and you're trying to win it's just like it just crushes your brain and it's it's not fun for me but an element of randomness keeps it fun and 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 that and these games all provide that because you don't know how it's going to come out and that's kind of why it's fun and sometimes when you lose more games that then when you win some it's it's quite fun and you're just like you know I don't know it's no not I fun, I I still stand by bullshit because this is a big, broad topic. But if we were focusing solely on Hearthstone, like if that was the only thing we were evaluating, I'd probably skew to the good, to the good. Yeah, and when I think about it, I, 
I I mean I think it's good too. It's it's the only game I play. So because it, it, it streamlines a lot of it, it eliminates a lot of the annoyance. It eliminates some of the charm in the trading of the cards and all that sort of stuff. But for the most for the most part, it it is a uh, I, I I think it it's the be- one of the better versions of this. And I think that there's a lot of Hearthstone likes now, imitators and such that are taking hopefully a lot of the good lessons from it so i mean uh you know kudos to blizzard because honestly i'm not a big blizzard guy in general and that is a game that i actually really got into i had it at one point on my phone my tablet my computer you know like all, all at well once. maybe crofton you should make a commitment here and now to get back into hearthstone with the new upcoming release and then you and me and bo can all actually play together and you can be the troll and bo will be the guy who wins all the games uh, well that you can only play it uh one one v one there's a spectator mode now so spectator we can challenge friends mode. i'm su- and then I'm su- you could spectate bo beating me and then i could spectate bo beating you <gasps> oh spectator mode anyways and then all right i gotta go to bed they should have a triple threat <laughs> wrestling styles. I know, I'm pretty sure Mike is better at the game than me right now. I really haven't barely touched it. I've, it. Yeah, but you always have a sense. Like sometimes I'll ask you about Hearthstone stuff, and I know you don't play it. And I'll be like, "But what about this? I noticed this happening." And you start talking jargon, and I'm like, "I don't know what you're yeah, talking about." Bo's eyes glaze, and then then it it's just like reading memory, memory. It's going right <laughs> into his hard drive inside, like going through. There's like a library in there, and you see the camera just zoom down, and it's like Diablo three, and then it zooms down. It's like Heroes <laughs> of the Storm, which is like a giant section, and then it gets to the back. There's some cobwebs. And it's like Hearthstone, and then the the machine like clears up the dust, and then just reaches in there, and you just see Bo like downloading, and it all coming back to him. I've got no yeah, and cards. All my, all, and, all my cards that I own in that game are all deprecated, except for the, the classic cards. Like I, I, I barely yeah, have. Yeah, you just need to I buy some new packs on the new thing. Yeah. And I was, and then what, I was just gonna make the joke when Bo's down in his brain, he sees that, then he looks at the dusty dusty door that says like uh, personal hygiene uh, and he's like yeah whatever and <laughs> goes back up to the heroes of the storm door yeah, he, 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 the 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 section that's his personal hygiene just has like a giant poster of that what is it gremlins 2 poster with the guy coming <laughs> out of the toilet he's like oh never again not in there no goes just be in the brown diapers. paper bag and i put it in the garbage yeah. Oh. Though, though, for the record, Bo. Are you talking about shitting? Put in the bag. You're the one who won't go near the toilet, Bo. boogers because i constantly pick at it work on it all day Ah. (laughs) are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at patreon.com slash good bad bull